0: hang on hang on hang on let me grab the uh let me grab the pickaxe here hang on hang on oh my god what the hell is this this is the synthetic logic podcast it was buried under this collapsed bridge of life (laughs) (laughs) hello everybody i am mike murtis and with me is Nikos, and yes, hello, you are listening to the Synthetic Logic Podcast. And as you just discovered, as we just discovered, somehow this podcast got buried in just an insanity of things, uh, throughout time and life and everything else. And as Nikos kind of alluded to on Instagram, we are coming back and we are coming back in full force, better than ever. And we thought, you know, we would do a full episode, but we wanted to get all our stuff in order and our equipment in order and everything. So we figured yes, this is a, a perfect welcome back episode. So if this feed has been sitting dormant and you suddenly saw it pop up on your iPhone, that's right. We're back. We're alive. We're, we're gonna talk alive. about Yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple quick things and then uh, we're gonna go back to our normal schedule of getting episodes out. The Instagram will be active, the Facebook page will be active. But we figured we'd just kind of do a quick catch-up episode to find out, you know, what's going on and what we're looking forward to do upcoming to this show. So um, if, if there's been anybody that's had a lot going on in the past couple weeks, past couple months, it is Mr. Nico. So, yes, so dude, like, well, what's what's happened to you, like, the the last six months, right? Because I think it's been um, that long since we recorded an episode.
1: Not long Something like that Yeah. Yeah like five Five six months Yeah But uh Let's see At the beginning of Say the last six months In October I got COVID So that was not A fun activity Uh My wife and I Both ended up Getting COVID Uh pretty badly Actually with pretty Severe symptoms So That Was not A good time Uh Didn't really have energy To like be doing Instagram Or recording episodes Or anything like that Um But after that Um, Just been busy with work. Um, My wife and I just got married two weeks ago. Congratulations. uh, Thank you. We uh, have been planning and, you know, a lot of our our energy and focus has been on that. So uh, I'm excited to get back to
0: uh, the podcast and uh, deliver some pretty good episodes. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know, with you getting COVID, it was like super, super scary. Right. Because, uh, you know, we got together. We had we had your bachelor party, which was an absolute amazing time. Um, I was a part of your wedding party, which I was super, super honored to be in. That was amazing. But, you know, of course honored to have you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, so, of course, we did the bachelor party and there's always that wonder, like, OK, people getting together, chance for covid, whatever. Nikos is totally worth it. And it didn't happen from the bachelor party. You got it from, nope. from somewhere else. But I, I guess the, yeah. the, the funny story kind of attached to that, even though COVID isn't funny, but you know, you say you have COVID and you're not feeling good. And I think I texted you and I was like, you know, Hey dude, you doing okay? And you didn't respond. And like in my head, I'm running all these terrible scenarios of you and Courtney are like, your brains are frying out because your fever's so high. And I'm like, Oh my God, Nikos might be dead. <laughs> So I think I think I called you. Or I Facebooked both of you. Like you guys are alive, right? And you're like, oh yeah, we're you know we're, we're, I'm feeling a little better. We're just straightening up the apartment. And I was like, oh my god, like dude, tell me you, that you're alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think you messaged
1: Courtney. I I believe. Yeah, I think I,
0: I put both of you on there. Yeah. 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 Dude,
1: for like the first like three days when yeah. I had COVID, I didn't do anything but sleep for yeah. like 72
0: hours straight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. dying very seizures. crazy very crazy knock yeah. on knock on wood i have not had covid or if if i did it didn't affect me or you know i was still i got really sick at the end of 2019 and wasn't feeling good for a couple months so part of me still wonders if i got a version of it i don't know um but been lucky so far uh, you know vaccinations are coming up I'm, I'm really trying to work on getting a vaccination because, I mean, on my end of things, right, um, you know, folks know, I obviously do the video game stuff. I write for the magazine, still been writing for the magazine like crazy. That was one of my major saving graces um, last year was, you know, being able to do stuff for the magazine. I put a new song out and everything. Uh, but and now what magazine do you write for old school gamer magazine? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, Pr- promote yourself. Exactly. So we're getting closer to things becoming normal like game conventions are being scheduled you know some are being canceled but there's some of them that are being scheduled and like i got one i'm going to in april in two weeks um you know obviously masks are required and enforced and all that stuff but the plan is to to go to another one in austin texas so Like, I want to get back to, like, doing game conventions and stuff like that and and promoting the magazine and promoting the podcast and meeting people and everything again. So that's kind of what I have to uh, look forward to, I guess. I mean, other than that, you know, like I said, got to be a part of your wedding. Uh, That was huge. Had a. Which was an awesome time. (laughs) It was so awesome, dude. Like, I can't. I've been to many weddings. I've been in wedding parties. I've gone to weddings. Like, no exaggeration. Other, other than mine of course because you get in a lot of trouble if i don't say that like that's the best yeah, wedding i've yeah, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was the best wedding i've ever been to yeah like ceremony was great reception was great the weather was phenomenal um it was like a, a life-changing thing for my my wife and i like getting that Florida <laughs> weather and experience that really was so um, yeah. you never know what what might change We mean you might be in the studio faster than you think in the future That'd be pretty awesome. i don't know so um <clears throat> definitely, definitely excited for that. And I, I think our other thing we've done like together um, is Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Call of Duty Warzone. And uh, along with Call of Duty came the the Xbox Series X, which mm. uh, man, tell your story we about like have now. yeah, like how how long did it take you to get your Xbox Series X? Uh, quite a little while.
1: I think I got it in January. Yeah, um, but I just got lucky because I tried at Walmart, I tried everywhere, Best Buy, any Target, any place that gave it out, with the the PS4 store, whatever, it, whatever it was available. I tried for a long time, and <laughs> it just happened that my Best Buy. I tried to get it one time, and I, I got all the way to the end. And it wouldn't go through but it kept it in my cart so the next time it came around the best buy whatever it just was in my cart i waited for the thing to go live and it popped up in my cart i didn't have to click on it or anything so i just had to click once to get through to the verification because if you were doing the best buy the normal way you had to go through it twice that like made you made sure you weren't a bot yeah so you had to go through the whole connection one more time to prove you weren't a bot and I didn't have to do that because I was already past all that stuff. So it was like 20 minutes later I had it. This <laughs> was crazy. Going from not being able to get it to getting it so easily was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Like, my experience is uh, kind of very similar to yours. I didn't have to wait as long, thankfully. But I pre-ordered it from Amazon the moment it was available. Like, got in my cart, checked out, was good to go. All right. Got an email like a month later, like, hey, this is Amazon. Just let you know, we may not have enough for everybody. And it's like, well, I'm one of your first damn pre-orders. So, I, you know, I got this with a couple other systems. The past still got my stuff. Literally the night before I was supposed to get my Xbox Series X shipped to me, they went, yeah, sorry, it's not going to ship until the beginning of next year at some point. I was like, that is total bullshit. So I was pissed because I was like, dude, I I pre-ordered this in the beginning, right? Um, But as luck would have it, I was uh, working late and I was waiting for something to load up and upload and I went to GameStop and they had bundles there. And I was like, no way are these available. No way are these available. And I clicked and it was like, add to cart. And I was like, okay, well, the the retail one isn't available. What's this bundle? And it was like the Xbox Series X, Assassin's Creed, um, Gears Tactics, and, and like one other game and like the neat, really nice like Razer headset. Oh, and three months of uh, Xbox Gold, right? Um, yeah. And it was like it was like eight hundred bucks, which is way more yeah. than the retail was. But I was like, well, I'd actually use that stuff. Oh, a second! It came with a second controller too. Um, and I was like, huh. Well, let me try it. Sure as shit, put it in my cart, and it checked out. And I was like, oh, nice. whoa! Like, did this did this actually yeah. happen? Did it actually go through? <laughs> I'm like waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was like, I'm not gonna believe it until it ships. Well, then it shipped, and I was supposed to get it like on a Wednesday, right? Which was like the day yeah. after or so. Um and the shipment got delayed and I was like, Oh my god, like the FedEx guy found out what it was and just like knocked it out. <laughs> oh nice. Took it home. So it ended up showing up like the following day and I got it. But uh what of an experience. And I actually ended up getting the PlayStation five too. Like I went on BrickSeek and apparently one that was ordered online, like they didn't the guy didn't pick it up and it was just available and just by pure coincidence I was on at the right time and I got it. Um how much have I used my Xbox Series uh, X compared to the PS5? I would say I used the Xbox Series X. 90%. I was
1: just going to say, I don't think I... You're always on the Xbox.
0: I'm always on the Xbox. Like, yeah. I I played the new Demon Souls, the remake of Demon Souls on PS5 for like 10 minutes. I own the Ultimate Edition of Spider-Man. The only thing I've played on my PS5 is PlayStation 4 games. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of have buyer's regret that I picked it up, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's nice to have because when the stuff comes out for it, then, you know, I'm ready to go, but uh, if I could do it over, I would just went for the the Series X. Series X wins hands down for me right now. Absolutely. I don't
1: know if I'm going to do both consoles this generation. I think I'm just going to do one and just hopefully they keep making stuff for PS4
0: for a little bit. Yep, absolutely. Well, Xbox is hitting it hard, man, with like Bethesda, they just picked them up and... The Game Pass is phenomenal.
1: Oh, yeah, no, the Game Pass is amazing. I wish I would never have bought half the games that are on the Game Pass. I'm like, oh, I can (laughs) download on the Game Pass. Oh, wait, I own it. So stupid
0: of me. Why did I do that? See, I got to have the physical copy, though. I got to have the physical copy, even even if it's on Game Pass, because you heard what's going on with uh, the PSP, the PlayStation Vita, and the PlayStation 3, right? They're uh, They're They're shutting the digital stores down. Oh wow! So, all that stuff you bought for your systems—like if something happens to your system, or if it requires uh, a digital rights check—ain't gonna work. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, um, the the only saving grace of that stuff, like honestly, is gonna be like yeah. p- pirates and stuff that are like digitally capturing that stuff, <laughs> and you know, you modding your PS3, like whether, seven Cs. Yeah. Whether or not like the entertainment industry wants to admit it or not. Pirates, like software pirates, mm-hmm. are the biggest preservers of digital history because they figure out how to crack it. They figure out how to take it. I mean, Commodore sixty four dude is a major example. Like those guys learned to crack that stuff so you could copy the disks and distribute it to your friends. Like years ago, we're talking like the eighties and nineties and everything, right? Yeah. And when you grab those ROMs off the internet, like they are the cracked versions to make that software work. Like I just picked up a mister, right? And it lets you play uh, the Atari ST, for example, like a perfect replication of the Atari ST computer. And I wanted to play Maniac Mansion and there's a cracked version and then there's the normal version. Well, in the normal version, to get through the second floor of the mansion, there is a vault door that you have to get through. To get through the vault, you have to access a keypad. And when you do the keypad, the keypad says turn the, p- to page four of your Nuka manual and go under section two, uh, line 48 to insert these four codes yeah. to actually let you in. Because that was their form of copy protection, right? All that stuff's out in the Internet because pirates were like, "Fuck you, I'm going to yeah. take that stuff and I'm going to get it out there so people can access the stuff. So just really cool. Like that was a Google search away for me to use that. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty cool from that regard. So, I hope you guys enjoy like what we're talking about because you know with this podcast, you know we used to do a pro wrestling podcast, and yeah, we'll talk about that, but we'll talk about games, we'll talk about music, and, movies. Yeah. I mean, nicos talk about what's on the agenda for our next episode. Give a little preview.
1: Well, I figured since uh, we've already hit on. Um, our favorite action movies i figured <clears throat> you know what we can make it a little bit harder for ourselves probably uh, to make a list this time i figured we could do 80s movies i think that would be a pretty awesome topic our favorite top five favorite 80s movies yeah that's gonna I mean, be that could be i mean i don't even know i've started to look at like a list and i whew, narrowing it down to five is gonna be like one of the hardest things i ever
0: do and now, okay, so so here's a criteria, whether or not we put it on there. Let's, let's let's call it now. Okay. Did you have to see the movie in the 80s for it to count? Or, like, if it's a movie from 1987 and you watched it five years ago, does it count?
1: No, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter when you watched okay. it. It just matters when the movie
0: was made. Okay, beautiful. Because,
1: honestly, I, I was born in 87, so I don't remember anything.
0: You, you had three so years, man. You had three years. I don't years. remember
1: anything, so. <laughs> yep. Yep. Awesome. I, mean, I could probably make a pretty good guess of some of the movies I did see, but
0: I mean, I couldn't tell you. What is the first movie you think you ever saw as a kid? Whether it was a cartoon or like, what can you remember? The, honestly,
1: the, the
0: one that like, um, probably my
1: earliest memory of like, going to a movie was uh, to see Toy Story. Okay. And I think that came out in like 1994, so I was like seven. Yep. I went with my cousin Jeremy and my uncle Jimmy to the. Remember, they used to have the movie theater in like the down, to old downtown part of uh, Crystal Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like not, yeah, like not where it is now, but like you know, like where like Duke O'Briens and all those places. on yeah. Like, yeah. Main Street there. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That's the first time. I, at least
0: I can remember. Okay. That's, Okay, like the first movie, I, I didn't go to a movie in the theater probably till I was like in like fifth or sixth grade. Like my family never went to the theater. Or if they did, like I just don't remember a period. But I remember when my dad picked up his first VHS player, and I remember the first few movies he got. And the like the, the, the first two movies that I can honestly tell you that I saw, uh, the, like the first one was Old Yeller. Nice. Uh, which traumatized me as a kid because the dog gets <laughs> rabies and gets shot. Um, yeah. And I think that that really kind of like put That's like, a rough one to start. your like cinematic. Yeah. Life. Journey into dude. Yeah. I, I I think it ruined me with like animals dying for life. Cause yeah. I'll never forget when my dad rented pet cemetery and the begin like the original pet cemetery and they're panning through the pet cemetery and you hear all the kids like crying, like, Oh my God. I ran into the bathroom. <laughs> and it was like, Bawling. I was like inconsolable. Oh. <laughs> I think old Yeller is the reason for that. Yeah. Um, so I would thanks, watch dad. that. Yeah. Thanks, dad. I would watch that movie over and over again, up until the part that old Yeller got rabies. And as I got like a little older, I would go further like, okay, I can do it. No, I can't do it. I'd shut it off. Right. Um, but the second movie that my dad got on VHS that I would watch all the time um, and it's kind of funny considering, like, what I do now. Because uh, I think, again, like, it, it, it kind of sets something in me. Tron. The original Tron. That was, like, the second oh, movie yes. I ever yes. saw. Okay. Uh, as And that was pretty amazing. And that was on good old VHS with the big, boxy, like, white plastic Disney boxes, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. I still have a crap ton of those in storage.
0: Yep. In their original cases. <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, that'll be exciting to do that episode because there's a, mm-hmm. a ton of stuff I watched throughout the nineties through the eighties. Um, you know, some of it's not even like live action. Some of it's like animated stuff. That's like huge too. That was released in the eighties that, you know, mm. set a standard for me. See, so, our
1: lists are going to be so different. Mine's going to be so much more generic and like, Blockbuster I feel like yours is gonna be way more diverse than mine.
0: <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with blockbusters. Everyone likes a good blockbuster, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah,
1: I'm that, a blockbuster junkie.
0: <laughs> that is for sure. So yeah. so yeah, folks, you know, we're coming back to you in the normal audio podcast format. So, uh, you know, feedburner, iTunes, Spotify, you're gonna get your normal updates when we're gonna be on that. But Uh, The major game plan is to actually do these live and in person so you can join in and actually watch our video feeds, participate in chat. And the other thing we're trying to do is we're trying to make it super, super accessible. Um, As a, a DJ who's basically been DJing during a pandemic, it's really interesting seeing like who watches a feed in where they'll watch a feed. Like for example, sometimes it's really easy to put a feed on Facebook because it pops up on people's feeds. Everyone's on Facebook, they're gonna watch it, they get a notification, rather than saying, hey, go watch my DJ mix at Twitch TV, like to get that people over that hump, to watch that link. Um, and to click on that link, especially if they don't use Twitch TV, there's resistance to that. But there's some people that, I mean, let's face it, the, the Twitch TV generation is here. That that That's their TV. That's what they watch everything on. I don't want to watch on Facebook. I'm going to go to Twitch. Um, or the YouTube generation, too. Uh, we have the capabilities to stream to all of those simultaneously. Uh, we're just working on the logistics of... You know, how do I display my video? How do you display your video? How we get guests in? And we're working on that. Uh, But that's the overall game plan, so we can kind of hit that realm too. We want to get more guests on the show. You know, music related. We had a a great interview with Nakatomi Freefall towards the end of uh, Mm -hmm. our our last couple episodes there before we had to take a break. And uh, we want to get more people on there. You know, not just in music, but in other forms of entertainment and everything else. Um, So super, super, super. Excited about that. Yep. So, uh, Nikos, anything you want to add before we? Yeah, I'm gonna start hitting the Instagram
1: uh, again. Uh, more songs of the days, random posts, just kind of keeping you updated on what we're doing at the Synthetic Logic podcast. If we have any upcoming interviews that are gonna be, you know, awesome and for our fans, definitely check out our Instagram. And uh, we're gonna get it back to how it was before. Absolutely
0: absolutely so we're looking forward to it guys and you know what we always do the song of the pod and uh, Nikos yeah. picked out a, a great one for this and this one has a little extra caveat to this so this is a, a synthetic logic exclusive version <laughs> to play via podcast audio at least as far as I know it's exclusive uh, it's exclusive up to five <laughs> minutes ago so uh, <laughs> lead it in Nikos what is this?
1: Uh, this is The Midnight featuring Nikki Flores. And it's a,
0: a uh, Patti Smith group cover of Because the Night. Absolutely. And the extra extra to this is this is the live version. That's right. The live version. Only yep. here on the Synthetic Logic <laughs> Only Podcast. Only here. Nowhere else in the world. <laughs> Can you hear this exclusive 129 K- KBS rip <laughs> <laughs> of because the night so we're gonna lead into it here folks and Excellent. we are looking forward to more episodes and hearing your guys's comments so i'm mike murtis i'm nikos cosmopolis and this is because the night
2: G-